According to the article, the study of speech communities is central to the understanding of human language and meaning. Speech communities share different types of values or attitudes towards something, a language, or it's basically the way that someone is in a way raised or the environment that they are in. For example, there is larger or smaller speech communities for example one would be the communities that speak spanish which would be a greater or larger speech community because they are all speaking one language however in that large speech community there's also smaller ones for example the families that live in those Spanish communities because smaller speech communities are basically ways I mean languages or the way that you speak to someone or for example your family or your friends there's different types of codes that you may use or just different types of it's also a type of behavior in a way it's not basically just the way you speak the language that you speak it's also the lifestyle that you are raised in or you are in an example to make it make more sense would be for example when you are not with your parents you're not allowed to say a bad word for example the f word or if you're not allowed to say it and you're a little kid most of the time you'd probably say some word that's closely related to it which isn't necessarily like a bad word but your parents would understand what you mean but in a way that's showing that you respect them in a way that you won't say that word and it's also the way that you talk to your friends um for example if there's someone that you like and they're sitting next to you and you don't want them to find out you might turn to your friend and call them by some other name or you might make up some kind of word or something to refer to that person and that would be a way for to explain smaller speech communities i don't think that there were there will ever be a certain type of speech community or that there will be exactly one there's so many different types of languages and cultures and just religions everything and i think all of that is part of a speech community is part of what makes a speech community but even then i think everyone's different every family's different is raised different which i think allows which i think is what makes this country is so amazing because there's, there's so many different types of cultures so many different types of people everywhere especially here in the united states however for example in mexico you can't say that i guess there is more spanish since it's mostly spanish i would say that there is much more of a certain community there they all have 
one big culture and I think that's what also makes it really interesting to look at because here in the United States there's so many different people there's so many different cultures you walk into a store and you'll see multiple cultures there multiple people and different languages that they use however if you walk into Mexico 99% of the people that are there are gonna just speak Spanish which I think is really interesting about speech communities as well now back to the article and this definition of speech communities which in the article it says that it is a group of people who use the same set of speech signals this could reflect as the belief that people carry or the way that they express themselves for example another thing that i thought of which would fall under a smaller speech community would be when you're talking to a teacher and when you're talking to an instructor oftentimes you're not going to talk to them the same way you talk to your friends or to the students and sitting right next to you you're going to talk to them in a way that shows that they have that the instructor or the teacher have the authority and while for example if you turn to a student you're probably just gonna be like hey like how do you do this you're gonna call them by their first name while an instructor you're most likely not going to unless they're okay with it and they're fine with you calling them by their first name but most of the time they won't so that's also a way of a way to show that it's a type of speech um for example like also the students they're all probably going to talk the same to an instructor as you do so that right there forms a speech community and because that's all of the classroom sharing the same belief that the instructor has the authority over you guys and therefore that would be some kind of smaller speech community. After reading this article, I really found it interesting how speech communities isn't just defined by someone's language. I feel like when I first went into this, I I just kind of thought it was, for example, the larger speech community. I thought it was just that, which is just, for example, um, a bigger language, a bigger culture that everyone carries with them. Like how I brought up earlier in Mexico, everybody brings up, I mean, everybody there speaks Spanish and they all share basically the same culture, the same foods, everything like that. Almost everyone shares the same beliefs as well. However, here in the United States... There's so many different languages and there's so many different foods and religions, everything that I think is just really interesting that this article also showed me that, you know, that's how speech communities work. It's also beliefs, um, languages, yes, and then also cultures and just the way that someone thinks and feels and the way that someone is raised. Thank you for listening to this podcast and I hope everyone has a great day.